glad Jesus is in church tonight. Can you say amen? Jesus is a good God. He's going to help us tonight. If you have your Bibles this evening, I ask you to turn to uh, Psalms chapter 37, verse 34 tonight. Jesus is going to help us tonight. I ask you to, uh, to shut your phone off or put it on vibrating, man. Pay attention tonight. God might have something special for you this evening. The Word of God in, in Psalms 37, verse 34, says this. Wait on the Lord and keep his ways, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. Let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you for your hand over our lives. We pray, God, that you would move in power and in glory Touching us and helping us, God, moving in power in this service, God, moving in every person. In Jesus' mighty name, God's church said, amen and amen. I want you to think for a moment, amen, of the timing involved uh, in uh, that uh, God, or the timing that is involved in God's plan that brought you here tonight. I want you to think about that this morning, this evening, because... You know, everything that God does, there's timing involved. And everything God does. God never does things like, like us. You know, we do things last minute. We do things in a rush. Sometimes we don't even think about what we're doing. We just kind of do things. But with God being so perfect, God's timing is, is perfect. Everything that God does has a time involved. And so when you think of your life, think of the timing of God this evening. Think of the perfect timing that was involved in God tugging at your heart to bring you to church today, this very day tonight. This is a special day for you because in God's plan, he made a time, he appointed a time, a day, a day where you were going to be in his church. And part of God's timing involves God's plan for our lives. Think of the accident, perhaps. That, uh, that was missed just from delaying, you know, just a few minutes. Has that ever happened to you where you're driving, you're, you're driving or walking or something falls from the sky or from wherever you're at? And, and it, you delayed before walking through there. But when you saw it, once you got there, you said, man, if I would have came earlier, I would have been involved in this accident. I would have been involved in this accident. This would have fell on me if I would have just walked out here two seconds uh, before. But luckily, I got delayed, and uh, and I walked out here a little later, and so I didn't get involved in that accident. That accident didn't happen uh, to me. Part of that is just God's love and mercy for our lives. You know, it's not a coincidence when things like that happen. I believe there's timing involved in God has a plan, and what God wants for all of us is to follow that plan so that every single moment in life that God has set aside in His holy calendar up in heaven, we are a part of that. We want to be a part of every second that God has planned for our lives. There are all kinds of things, an offering, an outreach, uh, a church service, a time in prayer, a, a time where you go visit someone. All of those things, uh, uh, you know, involve timing. And oftentimes, we have said it ourselves, man, I got here right on time. Have you ever said that before? You know, you got there on time to get the last item on sale, right? You got there right on time to, 
be the first one in line and you, you were going to have to sit there and wait, amen, at the clinic or wherever you went for an appointment. You think about that because all of that involves timing. And the one thing that you want is not necessarily to be there first, but just to be there when God appointed the time for you to be there. Because when you're living your life out according to God's timing, there's very little that you're going to miss along the way. It's when you get out of God's timing, where you begin to live for yourself, that you miss things along the way. And this is obvious. Oftentimes we can look back and remember people that we met in church or, or people that we remember, uh, you know, as an example, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you start a job and this other person starts a job at the same time. And, you know, before you know it, that other person excels at that job and, and either you quit too early or perhaps, you know, you didn't excel because you didn't take it as seriously or as serious as you should have. And now you see that other person, you know, just getting ahead of you. And we look at that with regret and we say, man, if I would have just kept along uh, in the same pace as this other person, perhaps I would have had the same luck. Oftentimes that involves timing. It involves knocking on the right door at the right time and believing God for a good outcome. I want to quickly speak of delaying God's timing. I wonder how many of us are delaying God's timing in our lives tonight. You oftentimes don't think about this too much, but everything we do either is going to help us, you know, stay with God's timing or it's going to delay God's timing. And we have to seriously think about this because what we don't want is we don't want to delay things in our lives because after all, we need everything that's coming to us. Amen? Talk about the good stuff. Some of us might have some hats on the pump too and that, but... Nonetheless, we, we want good stuff, right? We want heaven to open up for us, and we want to be privileged by being in the presence of God and, and enjoying all of the things that, that are included in heaven. You know, one thing that, that I so thank God about is, is uh, you know, salvation. Salvation is a game changer in a person's life. You know, up to... The point where you get saved, perhaps there was a lot of things that God delayed. You know, you, you didn't do good in school because you were distracted, you were influenced by the wrong people, and that delayed your schooling. Uh, perhaps you, you know, you didn't have a good relationship with your parents because you were not a very good person, and that delayed the, that uh, health, the, the healthy relationship that God intended for you to have with your parents. And you know, you can go on and on with different examples, but tonight the one thing we don't want is we don't want to delay what God wants to do in our lives. After all, it takes a long time to get, to get there, amen? You know, we don't just get saved and automatically we begin to inherit all the things that, that heaven includes. And, you know, that happens along the way. And be that things take time already, the last thing we want to do is delay things further. We want to be able to live the life that doesn't delay what God wants to do in our lives. I pray tonight that every single one of us would see 
and acknowledge the obvious. The obvious is that all of us, that includes myself, perhaps tonight there are maybe one or two or multiple areas of our lives where we are delaying what God really wants to do in our lives. Perhaps because of a rebellious heart. Perhaps tonight because we have a plan and we're not really looking at life with God's plan. Amen. We're looking at life with our own plan. Perhaps tonight, you know, we've made some bad choices along the way and we are reaping the consequences of those bad choices. There's a multiple things that could be happening, but one thing again that we do not want to do is delay things any further. Tonight is a great opportunity to get back on track so that we don't have to continue delaying what God has in store for us. You know, someone will always pay for our delay. How many know that, that you know, when we delay the will of God in our lives, it doesn't just hurt us. It, it hurts other people too. The plan of God, when, when we're not living that plan of God that He wants us to live, it hurts other people. It hurts our family. It hurts friends and, 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 and other, uh, you know, the, our immediate family and our extended family. It hurts the church. It hurts the brothers and sisters that God has saved us with to serve Him in His local church. And so, you know, if this would only hurt us, it'd be one thing, but when we delay what God wants to do in our lives, it also hurts other people. And so, think of all the people that ended up at divorce court that could have salvaged their marriage if they would have just answered the door when we came and knocked on their door to come in and get saved. Think about the family tonight that is just an absolute, um, you know, in, in, in a really, in really bad shape because of one person's choices and that has now delayed what God intended to do in that family. Now, that can be happening to us here tonight. And we have to understand tonight that uh, that we can do something to stop the bleeding tonight. We don't have to continue to live that way and continue to miss out on everything that God has in store for us. You know, you know, we all of us would stand up here tonight and if we were to ask you, do you love your children? You, every one of us would say, absolutely. Would you die for your kids? You know, well, I think most of us would say yes. <laughs> Some of us, why do we think about that? But you know, in most cases, yeah, everybody would say, absolutely, right? I've got it for my kids. You know, don't, one thing you don't want to mess with is, is someone's kids, right? And so you think about that because if, if we would, if we're willing to confess that in public, then why wouldn't we want to stop the bleeding that is causing damage to those very people that we love by delaying? what God wants to do in us. You know, we, 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 we can't just with words say that we love someone if with actions we are not showing that we actually do love them. We have to do things that are going to better the situation in our lives and allow God's plan to continue to unfold and to help us. So what can we do to change that? We can grow, grow back into God's plan into God's timing. 
We can, when I say grow, you know, perhaps there's some immaturity in our Christian walk. I'm not calling anyone a child here, but we've all acted immaturely spiritually at times. You know, when we needed to make important adult decisions, perhaps we made a childish decision. Perhaps we took our ball and went home because we got upset over something. The bottom line is that we've all had those places in our lives where we weren't 100%, you know, seeing eye to eye with God. And so one thing that we can do to improve our situation is to grow back into God's time. In other words, find a way to stop the bleeding and get close to Jesus once again. You know, in this place, one awesome thing that's different about God and us is that God loves us all the same. He really does. I know sometimes it seems like one person is being favored over the other person. But in reality, that's not really what's happening in the kingdom of God. Most of the time, if you see someone excelling and you're not excelling, that's probably because those, those people are doing things perhaps that you're not doing. Perhaps they're in a different season in their walk with God and they're doing better than you are, but that's because they're in a different season. They're in a different level serving God. So the worst thing that we can do is compare ourselves to someone else. What we can do is be more Christ-like, right? That we can all do. We can look at Jesus and see how he acts and see the things that he's done and continues to do and follow that example. We can look at our leaders when they're, you know, and, and, and see, hey, if God is able to use someone to this capacity and raise them up as leaders, uh, you know, we can do that too. And we can take from that and we can begin to grow again back into God's timing. You know, it's not the ideal thing all the time to sit down and figure out a plan to grow back into God's timing, right? Because if, if we're going to sit down and we're going to begin to think about a plan that we can execute um, you know, effectively to grow back to grow back into God's timing, that's going to require change. How many know that sometimes we like to change? Man? We like things just the way they are. You know, we can be the worst person and we'll say, I like me. You know? And we, we can be in really bad shape. And 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 and, and we like ourselves that way. You know, perhaps, you know, we're just crazy. But the bottom line is that sometimes that can happen. Oftentimes we walk around saying, I hate myself. Although there are people like that that do, do that. And sometimes it's just to get attention. But the bottom line is that, that God in heaven, you know, you can look all through the word of God and find places where you can once again, see the love that he has for us and the willingness that he has to help us be restored and be back into his timing. You can start tonight. You can begin to take baby steps that are going to help you to get close to Jesus once again and allow God to help you become the person that he wants you to be. How many of you want to be the person that Jesus wants you to be? Amen. We all want to be that person, right? We want to be the person that Jesus wants us to be. And so 
what we can do is we can start very simple. We can just come to the altar tonight. We can ask Jesus to forgive us, right? We can we can leave it at the altar, leave all the pain, the suffering, the discomfort, all the things that pour in our lives, the setbacks, and say, God, you know what? Can I start over? Can you can you push the reset button on my life? Let's just be real tonight. You know, he's not bothering me, by the way. Hey, he's, he's not bothering me. It's cool. It's cool. You, you just stick around. It's all right. You know, the bottom line is that that we we can get the reset button tonight, and Jesus can begin to help us take those initial steps to get back on track. I, you know, it, you could have gone through some of the worst days of your life in the last year or so. You could have gone through some really difficult times in the last several years. But we serve such a good God tonight that He's He's willing to receive you at this altar. And he's willing to hit that reset button and invite you back into his presence and begin the process of helping you stay on, 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 on track with the timing that he has for your life that involves his blessing, that involves growth, that involves open doors, that involves restoring of your family, that involves all of those things that perhaps we are all missing a little bit of here tonight. How many know that our families can do a lot better? Man. You know, our families could be doing good tonight, but they could be doing better. Man. You know, our kids, you know, they might not be out there selling drugs in the corner, but should be repeating it right now. You know, I mean, you know, but they, they could do better, right? They can still do better. They're doing good in school. They can do better. God can open doors that no man can shut. This is the God that we serve. All God is looking for are willing people that will say, God, I realize I've delayed things. I've hurt people around me by delaying things. Lord, I'm willing to repent. I'm willing to hit the recent button. If you're willing to help me and get back on track, that's all God's looking for today. He's looking for sincere, honest people that are desperately wanting to be on God's timing again. There, there's nothing like being on God's timing. You know, you, you think of a, a Rolex watch. The, the way you can tell if you have a real Rolex or not is by the ticking of the hands. Every clock, every switch watch, doesn't matter what it is, they, they all tick. But a Rolex, a Rolex just moves smoothly. And there's some copycats that almost look like they're doing that switching motion, but they still have a little tick. It's not until you get the real thing and you realize this is a real Rolex. It feels heavier. It just feels real, right? I've never had a Rolex, but I've seen them before. I've you know, been to a shop like some of you have. Oh, this, is, this looks nice on you. I'll never have one, but it, it looked nice for the moment. Took the picture. Anyways, but the bottom line is that, that um, the, the, the bottom line is that there's nothing like having the real thing, right? The devil tries to, tries to confuse us. And he tries to, you know, he, he tries to offer us the, the pleasure that he offers most people that feels good at the beginning, but at the end just destroys us, right? We've seen this play out in people's lives. It starts good, but then it doesn't end good. And, you know, that's what the devil tries to do. He tries to sell you a copycat of what God can offer. But there's nothing like the real thing. You will know 
that you are living on God's timing and that you're receiving the blessing from heaven because what God has to offer, no one else can offer. Right? There's a pattern on what God has to offer. The devil can't copy it. There's nothing that he can offer you that's going to make you as, feel as good as living in God's timing. There's nothing that's going to release blessing and hope and, and transformation and restoration. None of that. There's nothing in this world. The devil can offer you any of those things. The only one that can offer you that is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Because he has the real thing. He has the goods. He told us that he had gone to prepare a place for us. In his father's house, there are many mansions. There is a place being prepared for us already. But if we're going to get there, we're going to reach heaven. If we're going to enjoy the benefits of living out our lives on earth for Jesus Christ and then making heaven our home in eternity. Listen, if we're going to get there, we're going to have to stay on God's timing. Jesus said, he, no one knows the day nor the hour, but we know he's coming. And because we know he's coming, it's important that we stay living on his timing because when that trumpet sounds, there will be no more time to get it right. Right? The time is now. The time to get it right is now. The time to be living on God's timing is now. Because when, when the trumpet sounds, it's going to be too late. You can run to the church. You can come and look for the preacher. Hopefully the preacher's not here anymore. You know, if he is, we're in trouble. But nonetheless, if he's not, then, you know, listen to me. There's timing involved in all of this. We are living in the last days. We are living in the last days. Jesus Christ is coming back for his church. And it involves specific timing. And tonight, God wants to offer you the opportunity to hit the reset button, get back in time with God so that you can live out the rest of your days here on earth. Perhaps, you know, still going through some tribulations from time to time. Jesus said, do not find it strange. You will go through these things. But in the midst of it all, at the very least, what we can is enjoy what God has to offer us here on earth. Amen. A peace, you know, his blessing. Windows from heaven open and will pour out his blessing. You know, just the hand of God over our lives, that's, that's enough. Tonight we can all do that. How many of you ready to do that tonight? Just, just hit the reset button. Say, God, you know what? I'm going to put my differences aside. I'm going to put my pride aside. I just want to serve you. I just want to serve you. I want to be on, living on your timing. I don't want to miss out on what you have for me. Listen, we, we might have started wrong, but we can get it, to, we can get it together tonight. We can Get things right again and allow Jesus to help us. Would you bow your heads with me here tonight before the presence of God? We're going to do that this evening. We're going to believe God that he's going to help us get this right. God's going to help us, amen, once again uh, come to a place where we can begin to experience 